0: Deanna Jump is without question one of the most well-known names in early childhood education today. Teachers the world over look to Mrs. Jump's class for inspiration and leadership in engaging young learners. Watchdogs Radio was very fortunate to spend a few minutes with a teacher who has inspired thousands of great teachers. We spoke about engaging parents and particularly dads in her classroom. We were very happy to hear her thoughts on the Watchdogs program. Please enjoy an episode of Watchdogs Radio with Deanna Jump. Live from the Watchdogs Radio Studio in Atlanta, Georgia, and the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale, Arkansas. You are listening to Watchdogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center of Fathering. For more information, go to Fathers.com/slash Watchdogs. And now, here's the host of Watchdogs Radio, Keith Shoemaker. Well, good morning on the West Coast, good afternoon on the East Coast. This is your host, Keith Shoemaker, with another edition of... Watch Dogs Radio. This is episode number 129 and we have a great show lined up for you today and it is my suspicion that we're going to have a lot more listeners from a certain aspect of our community uh, today than we normally have. Uh, we have a very special guest joining us today. I uh, have, have known about our guest for uh, several years now. I kind of popped up on my radar just because, of course, uh, my wife being a teacher, I'm so proud of her. 20 years since uh, in the Cobb County school system, but she started following teacher blogs about five years ago and watching the interactions between teachers and some of the teachers that are are really performing well, that are doing so well that other teachers are are sharing their their information, their lesson plans, their materials, and we're going to learn about how teachers have really stepped up to take care of themselves, because quite often... The money isn't there to support them from the, from the board, from the, uh, from the local school or whatever. And teachers, That's just the, like so many other people, are, uh, are yeah. able to, to jump up and be able to uh, take care of themselves. So my very special guest today is Miss Deanna Jump, and Deanna Jump has been uh, teaching uh, both kindergarten and first grade for uh, over 18 years, and she was actually one of of the original big-time bloggers that was out there being a leader for other teachers and just a natural leader that other teachers just jumped in and followed. So I would like to welcome to Watch Dogs Radio Miss Deanna Jump from Mrs. Jump's class. How are you doing, Deanna?
1: I'm great. Wow, thank you for that nice introduction.
0: <laughs> well, it's, it's my great. pleasure, and I want to thank you so much for taking the time to join us. I guess, you know, we uh, our audience traditionally over the last two and a half years has been mostly parents. Um, we do have some teachers, administrators, quite a few counselors, but there may be somebody living under a rock somewhere that doesn't know who Deanna Jump is, that hasn't seen CNN like the first time I saw you. Tell us a little bit about your background. In, uh, in teaching and where you're coming from uh, for us today.
1: Okay. Well, like you said, I've been teaching for over 18 years in kindergarten and first grade. I've taught in Florida and in Georgia. And then I substitute taught when we lived in Texas for a brief time. Jobs weren't as readily available there, so I substitute taught. So we moved back to Florida. I have a degree in early elementary childhood education for my bachelor's degree. And then I have a master's degree in curriculum and instruction. And an ed specialist degree in early literacy and reading, so education is my passion, both uh, you know as a teacher and as a student as well. I love going to school and continuing to to learn and grow in my profession
0: well, great and, and obviously the degrees that you have will help us to understand what you 've been able to do over the last few years. Now, tell us a little bit I, I know you you were in Texas, I believe, is a part of your husband's in the military. Tell us a little bit about your family. We always like to let give people the opportunity to brag about their family, brag about your kids, and uh, we want to give you that opportunity.
1: <laughs> he's, well, when, when my husband and I first got married, he definitely was in the military. He's a college professor now. I mean, he's a college professor, and then my oldest daughter, Brittany, is a third-grade teacher. My middle daughter, Taylor, is currently in school. She's a senior in college, and she's going to school and hopes to be a kindergarten teacher. And then Falling my son, the Hunter... They are my daughter. Sure, my son Hunter. His original his original intent was to be a teacher as well. He wanted to. He's a bas- a college basketball player. So, he wanted to coach high school basketball and teach history. But he has changed his mind and decided that he wants to make the most amount of money for the least amount of work. And <laughs> through watching all of us as teachers, he knows that that the teaching is not going to get you there. It's the opposite. You do a whole lot of work for very little money. Lots of rewards, but you know not a lot of money. So. He's a business major instead. But other than him, he's our black sheep. Other than him, everyone else is, we're all educators.
0: Well, that's great. Well, uh, we actually got going so good. We're up against the break now. So uh, as we close out and get ready for our break here in about a minute, can you tell us a little bit about if you had a father that was willing to come into your classroom how would you use it?
1: Oh, wow. There are so many. And we can get for, back to that um,
0: after the break as
1: well. Yes. That, that's a, that's a, a long answer. <laughs> Father figures are so needed in our school today, whether you're you know, at a higher socioeconomic school or a lower socioeconomic school. So just to have that role model in, in, in the classroom, working with small groups of students, reading with students, so many ways that we could use fathers in the classroom.
0: Oh, that's great. Well, we will be back after the break, continuing talking with Deanna Jump of Mrs. Jump's Glass. We'll talk to you in about a minute.
1: All right. Hey, Dad, have you ever wanted to know what my day is really like at school? Now you can find out. You can be a watchdog for a day at my school. DOG stands for Dad's a Great Student. Watchdogs are great. They greet me and my friends at the door in the morning and spend time with us in our classrooms. At lunch, at recess, and at the end of the day, they make sure we go safe. I know my education is important to you, and I would be so proud if you could come. Madison's dad has already volunteered, and he is coming back again soon. I love you, Dad.
0: Go to fathers.com watchdogs. Do you remember what it was like when we were in school? Well, today's classrooms are nothing like we remember. Education in today's world is a very dynamic and interactive experience. So dad, if you're trying to support your children in their education based on the memories of your education, you may be way off base. So how does a father in today's world learn to support the education of his children? You have to step into the classroom and into the teacher's world. Of course, for important security reasons, you can't just walk into a school. The National Dads of Great Students program, known as Watchdogs, gives dads a chance to step into their children's classroom in a positive and supportive way and learn about supporting teachers and their students in today's educational environment. Over 4500 schools are currently using the Watchdogs program to engage dads in their community. Call your school to see if a Watchdogs program is available. If not, go to fathers.com/watchdogs to learn more. You're listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Now, back to the show. And we are back. Episode number 129 of the Watch Dogs Radio program with our special guest, Deanna Jump, award-winning teacher and top teacher blogger. Thanks again for joining us.
1: Thank you. I, I don't know if I'm if I would call myself a top teacher blogger. There are so many great teacher bloggers out there that I don't think I that I don't think I deserve that title. But thank you for that. You're sweet.
0: <laughs> well, I, I've been uh, I've been very impressed, and uh, and of course, spending time in my own wife's classroom as a watchdog, you know, really makes me think of. Uh, I'm just amazed at, at what she does. Right. Well, I wanted to uh, I wanted to get back and uh, and talk about some of the things that we had kind of prepped on. And I want to find out a little bit more about Teachers Pay Teachers and let some of our parents know about what teachers are having to do these days to be able to support their classroom. And then more importantly, how they as parents can support teachers in doing that.
1: Okay. Well, for those of you who don't know, um, Teachers Pay Teachers is an online marketplace. And what that means is there are thousands of teachers that have little shops on Teachers Pay Teachers where if they create lessons and activities to use in the classroom, they can load those up onto Teachers Pay Teachers. And, you know, there's a lot of free stuff on there. but. A lot of it is paid as well, so teachers can go and if there's if there's something that they need to help support them in the classroom, they can purchase it from other teachers who've already you know done the work, all of the research and done the work to create it. So um, really, it's it's a huge time saver for teachers. I think that's one reason why it's been so successful because there is no greater gift than time. You know, if you're teaching a lesson on American symbols, that's a huge unit that most kindergarten and first graders teachers. Mm-hmm. Use in February. So if they were teaching a lesson on that, rather than having to create all of the materials and activities themselves, they could go to Teachers Pay Teachers and see if, you know, another teacher has already created the materials for them. And then for a minimal, minimal cost, they can purchase it. So it's a huge time saver for teachers. And I think that's one reason why it has been so successful.
0: Exactly. And it's not, you know, of course, I see it, you know, pop up on our uh, on our account, you know, three dollars here, five dollars there. It's not like it's a a huge expense. But now if if I as a parent wanted to support my teacher instead of going out and buying her another coffee mug, (laughs) which every teacher has like 10,000 coffee mugs. But uh, I could buy a gift certificate on Teachers Pay Teachers. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Teachers Pay Teachers, they do um, They do offer gift certificates, and so they're very easy to purchase. You can just go in there, just in whatever um, denomination that you would like. And again, you're not giving a teacher a gift certificate to Teachers Pay Teachers. You're actually giving them the gift of time, because your child's teacher is probably already shopping on there anyway and spending their own money. So, I know as a teacher, I I would love that gift because even though I want to sell it on there, I'm also a buyer. So if I need something, I spend a ton of money on clip art currently. But when I'm in the Mm -hmm. classroom, if I need something, I go look there first if I don't have time to create it myself. That would be a wonderful way for parents to support teachers.
0: Well, I I know if you walked into Mrs. Shoemaker's class and looked around, you'd see a lot of Mrs. Jump's class in there, I promise you. (laughs)
1: Oh, well, that's so, that's wonderful to hear. Thank
0: you. See, and then they, the other question I had was uh, if a PTA wanted to support a teacher, uh, they could do the same thing, basically.
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: Okay. Now, you had mentioned you want to kind of turn the tables on me a little bit. Is that right?
1: Yes, yeah, I do. I was able to do a little bit of research on watch dogs, and then I was talking to some of my friends. I have a lot of friends. You know, one thing about this blogging and TPT adventure for me, Aside from, you know, just being a seller on there, I've made so many friends all over, just all over the place. And they're wonderful friends. So I was talking to many of them, and they had never heard of Watch Dogs, and I hadn't heard of them until you contacted me. so And then I did some research, and I realized through talking to them that a lot of teachers don't really know about your program. So, so I do want to turn the tables on you and ask you some questions so that, <laughs> you, know, you know, hopefully we have some teachers listening today, and they can... They can find out about you. So, you know, could you just explain to us a little bit about what Watch Dogs is?
0: Okay. Well, that's easy. And, and uh, with me, it's kind of like pushing the play button. I do it so often. <laughs> but uh, right. it's pretty simple. Watch Dogs is the school-based father involvement initiative of the National Center for Fathering. We've been up and running for about 15 years now. We are uh, in, uh, as you heard at the front end of the show, uh, a little over 4,500 schools nationwide. We are also we also have schools in uh, Mexico, Canada. Barbados of all places I really want to go do the training at that one uh, and then we also have two American schools operating the program in uh, Shanghai China so uh, we're pretty excited about that and the way the uh, the program runs and basically what we do is we teach the schools how to go out into the community and in a in a different way dial them up directly if you ask a dad to come to a PTA meeting it's not really going to play well with a lot of the guys because of the traditional stereotype of what PTA is. And of course that is changing and we are changing that, but to be able to go directly to guys directly to men and say, this is for you. This isn't for, you know, when you put something in book bag express and it goes to the house and this is to the parents of, you know, a lot of people read that as M O M and that's the culture of education that we're changing is to get the schools to open up every day of the school year, you know, minus your testing days and, and specific days. But to open up a schedule for a guy to say, yeah, uh, May the 6th, that's a day that I I happen to be off. Let me go in and volunteer in the school. And we make a, a tremendous memory for that father figure's child when they step into the school.
1: Right. I can imagine. Well, what can, a, what can a teacher expect from having the dads in their school? Like what kind of things um, would a teacher usually have them do?
0: Well, that's a great question, and I love that because um, myself, I still serve as a watchdog on a pretty regular basis. And I have been working with the teachers in our school for over six years now, so we have a pretty good relationship. But when a watchdog walks into the classroom or when a teacher gets that email and says, you're going to have a watchdog for this 45-minute segment from this time that you showed an interest early on in the year that this was the best time for you, the best day, the best time of the day for you to have a parent volunteer in your classroom. Now, when I walk into a classroom these days, the a lot of times the teacher doesn't even break sentence in direct instruction because it's it's become such a tradition in our school, it's normal for a dad to walk into a classroom. We have 275 Volunteer, uh, father volunteers at our particular school, but we're kind of above the norm. But when I walk into the classroom, the teacher, you know, quietly walks over while she's still teaching, hands me that book or that binder, or whatever it is that, that unit that she has. Generally, the students know who, are, who they are that are going to be working with me, and they quietly get up and they go to the kidney shaped table. Deanna, I'm a dad, and I know what a kidney shaped table is, okay? Right. <laughs> but go to the kidney <laughs> shaped awesome. table out. I'll sit down, I open up that bin or binder, there's a laminated sheet that says, hello, Watchdog, we love you, thank you for coming in. You're going to read, just as an example, uh, you know, Helen Lester, Tacky the Penguin, these are the characters, a student's going to read to you, you're going to ask these questions, and and it all falls into what, it gives the teacher an extra opportunity for some direct instruction while the teacher's doing something else. Um, we have guys doing flashcards, we, we have had... Uh, just a ton of things. We actually had one school down in Texas that put together a a whole sheet of what teachers can use watchdogs for. You know, do this, do that. It, it, it's almost like, you know, maybe they ought to post that on TPT. I don't know. But, uh, right. but for a teacher to be able to look at that and say, you know, here are ideas of what you're going to use this male role model in your room during this time frame is. So as far right. as uh, what teachers can expect – I always tell people it generally takes the teachers in a school about maybe a month to get used to seeing that level of parent involvement in the school. It's a different level. It's, it, it's a little bit different. It's a little bit unique. But the important thing is it's, it's there. And the guys want to help, but our culture in a lot of areas has made them feel uncomfortable stepping into the school setting. And once a watchdogs program comes in, they feel like they're welcome. They feel that you start seeing more guys showing up for carline you start seeing more guys mm-hmm. showing up at school events I mean our field day is pretty much uh, almost totally run by the watchdogs and uh, I promise you they give us a water hose and nobody goes home dry that day
1: <laughs> I love it I love it well I you know I, I shared with you earlier that I am going back into the kindergarten classroom now, I've been out of the classroom for two years took a break I've been traveling around and presenting but I will be going back into the kindergarten classroom next year, and I cannot wait. And I I want to – I already know that I want to talk to the principal at my school about implementing this program in the school because I think it is just – I'm really excited about it, and I think it's an amazing program. But, you know, I think probably the most important question that I could ask you is what does it cost?
0: Oh, that's an easy one. The only thing that we require of a school – is that they have the startup kit, which is all of the resources you need to run the program it's everything from the videos to uh, to give your presentations there's a twenty four foot long paper calendar that you can use as a big blowout during your launch events where the guys you know make a big production of going up and signing up on the calendar uh, there's news press releases there is uh, all of the forms and documents that you need to run the program. It comes in a box it even includes several of the shirts that we request the people to wear while they're there so they could be identified who they are when they're in the building so it's an easy identification but all oh, of I like that turns, I,
1: yeah I like that
0: Exactly you look down the hallway and you know exactly who that guy is it's not some stranger walking right. around you you can identify him right away and then the other thing is when the guy's coming in he knows that you know he knows what to wear when he's coming in throw this shirt on right. jeans and khakis and he's ready to rock The kit is just $450 plus shipping and that's just a one time expense we we have a replenishment kit that uh, we're actually going to be renewing that here uh, coming up in April. You'll you'll start to see things that the schools that are already uh, implementing the program will start to see that. All we ask is that somebody in the school have the watchdogs training, and that is uh, one uh, a one-hour conference call or at a conference. We do a lot of uh, state-level conferences, PTAs, school counselors, and hopefully teachers. We we've done a few of those, but we'd like to do. Quite a few more, obviously. So if you are planning a conference, hint, 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 uh, maybe in Orlando, <laughs> hint, hint, hint. Uh, we uh-huh. would love to come and present the uh, one-hour watchdogs training workshop.
1: Okay, that sounds great. Well, I am planning one, but I will definitely um, let you know when I do. I love I love that you make it um, so economical for schools because, you know, budgets are a huge issue right now. But I especially love, I didn't know about the part that they wore special shirts. I really love that. That way you can't just have... You know, some guy off the street sneaking in, and he's, exactly. he's there, and there's other dads, and so you don't notice that he shouldn't be. So I love that, um, especially in this day and age, that, that, you know, you have that safety measure um,
0: already exactly. built in, that
1: they wear special shirts, the kids can easily identify who the watchdogs are and know that they're supposed to be there. So that's amazing. I can't, I can't wait to um, talk to the principal about this. It's a brand-new school opening up, so I know they don't have anything like this. So I'm really excited about it. I think, I think this could... Totally transform schools if every school had this i i can't even imagine what a what an impact it would have on um, on the students so
0: well I can tell program. you that so, that we launched uh, we launched the program in our second year at uh, at the school i'm at, and it has definitely been transformational and and even though you know we talked about the shirts, but we also encourage the guys to go out and when they're uh, when they're in the school when they're moving from class to class. You know, one, they're going to be checking the doors. They're an extra set of eyes and ears for security, but we also encourage them to, if they see somebody walking down the hallway that doesn't have that sticker on, doesn't have that life touch apple, um, not that they're a security guard or, or a, a heavy right. hand by any means, but but they can, you know, say, hey, uh, you know, did you check in at the office? If you don't mind, would you go in and just make sure you signed in and get your sticker and everybody's happy? So it's just an extra level uh, of protection, an extra level of accountability. You know, I've had so much fun. Talking to you, Deanna, and and just so impressed by the work that you've done and the work that you're obviously going to continue to do when this new school opens up. Do you have any other questions for me?
1: No, I think that you have you've you've answered all my questions. Thank you for letting me turn the tables on you because I was very curious. You know, once, especially, like I said, once I started talking to my friends and they're like, what on earth is that? So now Mm -hmm. I can direct them to to this online link and they can listen up and hopefully they'll want to implement it in their schools as well. Most of my friends are still in the classroom. So I know they'll be really excited about it. Teachers, we we need extra hands. So, you know, most of us are more than willing to have parents come in, you know, and help out in the classrooms and in the schools. And it's so needed.
0: Well, and what we see a lot is that People uh, they they just make the assumption that you know dads are too busy dads uh, you know can't afford the shirt dads do not want to be a part of what's going on and it's really just not true and and we found that over and over again that uh, in in my case you know I happened to have a schedule at the time when my uh, my older daughter who's now a freshman in high school when she was in kindergarten I was doing a lot of volunteering at the school you know number one my wife worked there um, my daughter was there it was where I wanted to be because it's where my family was but one of right. the uh, teachers came to me she was actually a para pro uh, and she mentioned to me she said you know it's just different when you're the parent in the room now you know this is a person that that can at times be a little bit crass so i wasn't quite sure if it was a compliment <laughs> <laughs> but it actually right. was and she's a she's great she's actually uh, no longer teaching but uh but she said it's just different when you're the parent in the room and I kind of challenged her on it. I said, "Well, what do you mean?" I said, "Is it like that when the other dads are here?" And she laughed at me and she said, "What are you talking about? There's no other dads." And right. that was when it really hit me. And and I tried to I tried to go my own way. I tried to do the um, you know, well, we're going to have a dads club or you know, we're going to do do our own thing. And didn't you know at the time I wasn't aware of watchdogs. I didn't know what it was. And you know, we'd have a couple guys come here or there, or maybe a guy show up at a PTA meeting once in a while. But, it, you know, there really wasn't anything until in 2008, I saw the Charlie Gibson video. And it was like, you know, something just reached down and tapped me on the shoulder and said, this is your thing now. This is what we're doing. Right. And I, I took that idea. I went to our principal, Sheila Chesser, just an amazing educator who is now retired and doing something else in education, which is even more amazing. But But she saw my vision and my passion and she jumped on board. We trained together. Uh, We took that one-hour conference call together, and it has been an amazing and and blessed ride ever since. And and I'm just so thankful for her vision and seeing that. So we have run way over our time here. (laughs) So I am (laughs) – I'm going to uh, wind it up here. And Deanna, thank you so much right. for joining us. It's such a pleasure. I know we could probably talk uh, for another couple of hours here, but I don't think uh, the people listening to us on the <laughs> podcast, hopefully on the way maybe to or from work uh, listening to us on iTunes, they may not have, uh, have time to listen to us all day. But all right. definitely we would love to invite you back sometime and uh, talk more okay. about getting uh, teachers and parents and, and supporting teachers from the home front. So thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for joining us in another edition of Watchdogs Radio. Watchdogs Radio is a production of the Dads of Great Students program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information on the Watchdogs program and how to bring this great program to your school, go to fathers.com/watchdogs. Remember, the only schools that don't have a Watchdogs program are the ones that just don't know enough about us. And now for Eric and Chris and the staff at the Watchdogs National Office in Springdale. This is Keith Shoemaker. Be sure to join us next week. Have a great week.